Before we get started, I'd like to let you know that I will be a special guest at SoonerCon, June 22nd through 24th. SoonerCon will be held at the Reed Conference Center in Midwest City, Oklahoma. That's just outside of Oklahoma City. If you happen to be attending SoonerCon, stop on by the Yard Dog Press table and say hello. It's summertime in the Northern Hemisphere, and if you're somewhere in the United States, you may already have purchased an ice cream from an ice cream truck. No one is quite sure where ice cream was invented, but if you listen to some Americans, they'll tell you that Martha Washington, the first American first lady, was the inventor. I'm Tracy S. Morris, and I am not making this up. As I just mentioned, no one's quite sure who invented the first ice cream. Records say that in the 5th century BC, the ancient Greeks sold a cold, slushy snow treat sweetened with honey and fruit in the markings of Athens, which may have been a precursor. Around 200 BC in China, royalty was eating a treat made of milk, rice, and camphor that was frozen by packing it in snow. Both the French and the Italians claim to have invented ice cream as we know it today. Catherine de' Medici is said to have brought Italian chefs to France where they overhauled French cuisine. Among the things they brought with them were recipes for flavored ices or sorbets. Recipes that incorporated milk or cream first appeared in England in 1718, which is still too early for Martha Washington to have invented the dish. The legend surrounding Martha Washington states that she supposedly forgot a pot of cream out on a cold night. By the time she discovered her oversight, the cream had become ice cream. While the story's not accurate, what is true is that George Washington was notorious for his love of ice cream. Records show that Washington spent $200 on ice cream one summer in 1790, which would be at least $5,000 in today's money. In those days, ice cream was a luxury. To eat it, you had to be able to afford enough cows to have surplus cream that you weren't selling, as well as imported sugar and salt, which were both very expensive. You also needed to have ice, which would have been cut from the river and stored in an ice house. And then you had to have the leisure time to make the dish. When Washington became president, he became known for serving ice cream at social functions. Is it any wonder people credit Martha Washington with inventing the treat? One of the Mount Vernon recipes for ice cream came from a famous cookbook of the day, Hannah Glossy's Art of Cookery. I'll link to a modern adaptation of the recipe on Mount Vernon's website in my show notes. Modern ice cream lovers, who are used to baseball-sized scoops of vanilla on a waffle cone, would barely recognize the dish served at Mount Vernon. The Washingtons served their treats in tiny, delicate French serving pots that held maybe one to two ounces of a soft serve that was the consistency of an ice cream soup. Chocolate and vanilla, the two most ubiquitous flavors that we know today, would have been absent from the menu at Mount Vernon. In those days, fruit was the only thing used to flavor the sweetened cream. Strawberries and peaches were both very popular. Knowing how much Washington loved ice cream, it makes me wonder. Was ice cream easier to eat with his bad teeth? Or is this the reason for Washington needing his famous dentures? Thank you for listening to I Am Not Making This Up. I'm on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, 
pretty much wherever you find podcasts. So subscribe. If you like what you hear, leave a review with your preferred podcast service. That's how other listeners find us. For more bizarre stories that I didn't make up and some that I did, go to my website, tracysmorris.com. I post a new history story every Monday. You can also subscribe to my newsletter. I send out an original speculative fiction story every month. Or check out my short stories and novels there. If you want a good laugh, why not purchase one of my many fine books, like Bride of Tranquility, a murder mystery set in a haunted hotel during a Renaissance wedding. It's available on Amazon, through Yarduck Press, or Bain Books. And if you have an improbable history topic you'd like me to cover, please drop me an email at author at tracysmorris.com.